cool safe chicks it's your girl day i'm denisa this is lauren and i'm ayana and you're tuned into saved girl secrets okay y'all better hold that tune mm-hmm. we in the building yay together that's the energy that's what that, that note was we're happy and we're singing and we're colored give me a high five all right cut and print beautiful guys dynamite <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm so happy to be back at the mic with you guys. Yes, I'm. I'm happy. Unless you can't, if you couldn't tell, I don't know. I think you can tell. tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna kick off today with a story, and it's a very truthful, transparent story. I don't think there's been any transformation just yet. So that's what this this episode is gonna be for for my transformation. So was in a group with a couple girls and one of our friends sent a link and was like, oh my God, this website has bathing suits on sale for $10. I was like, $10? I was like, let me go get three. Mm -hmm. Okay. So went on the website and I think it was Matte Collection. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes, with the swirls. I mean, they got a bunch of different bathing suits. But I know, what's her? Megan Good has been wearing a bunch of them. I think she's been doing promo for them. So I was like, okay, let me... Get her bathing suit or three. Mm-hmm. So, ordered bathing suits. When I tell you, them bathing suits came so fast mm. like in two days, okay, they that's was good business. I was about to say, Denisa, that was shade. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all out there listening, she said that because <laughs> she ordered something that took five months to come. Ridiculous, <sighs> but we're not gonna talk about that. Today. You're right, you're that's right. a whole nother, a whole nother right. podcast. But yes, yeah, so they came in two days and I tried them on. And it didn't look like how it looked on the website. <laughs> and it wasn't because it wasn't like a what I asked for versus what I got type of situation. It was like the body that I thought I had was not the body that put the bathing suit on. Mm. And I just put all the bathing suits in my bottom drawer and was like, you know what? I'm going to just go get me some different bathing suits from Target. And so I want to talk about just like... As a woman, I think definitely a woman headed into my mid-30s feeling like, what happened to the other body that I had? And being comfortable enough to say, this this beach, this vacation is going to get the body that I give it, and it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, I will add this caveat because the people in the room are aware, but just in case you're a new listener, for me, working out has been more difficult than in the past because I have PKD. Mm -hmm. So usually like... what's that? Tell them what that is. So PKD is polycystic kidney disease. And the thing is, when you like lift weights and stuff like that to tone up and different things like that, Mm -hmm. your body, depending on how much you're lifting, releases something called creatinine. I think I'm saying it right, which is toxic to me. Mm -hmm. So I can't really work out really hard. I can't do the things that I would normally do before the summer to say, oh, I'm about to get my body in shape. Mm -hmm. So for the first time in a long time, it's kind of like I can still walk. I can still do Zumba. But Mm -hmm. those things just don't do what you, know, you wanted to what do. the two-a-day workouts do what Lori harvey eating 1200 calories a day and working out three times a day is going to do for me yeah we're not doing that though. so i just wanted to have a conversation about i guess body positivity and if you are in that space now like because we didn't really talk through that before we hopped on these mics like if you're in a space where you're super body positive how did you get there and stay there so what do you guys have to say um. Okay. Yeah, we have to because we, she really Let Peloton <laughs> Ministry started off. Because I please, please do. Okay. So, um, for me, 
I, I, I won't say that I'm completely like body positive. Like I'm totally satisfied with how I look right now. I, um, and it's just being honest because it's more of a, it's a journey for me. So yeah. it's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not looking at it. Oh, I'm good. I can stop working out. No, I, I have some goals that I want to accomplish and get to a certain place. Uh, for me, it's not a number. It's more of a, like, I, I, I remember, I think it was right after I had Haven. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, I want to get down to 150. Mm-hmm. Or even if I get down to like 135, like when I graduated from high school or whatever. And now older, um, what am I, 36? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, it, even if I just lost 15 more pounds and I was comfortable with that skin that I'm in, I'm like, I'm good with that. Um, so it's, it, my journey is more of, okay, when I look in the mirror, how do I look, feel, mm-hmm. do I like this size? Do I like how my clothes fit versus, um, a specific number? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm still on that journey mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Like, but I'm not, I, um, sometimes I, I will admit I do have body dysmorphia. Like I don't see, sometimes I'll look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I feel like I got fat. I'm like, how do you feel like you were skinny yesterday and then you got fat? Overnight. Like you're you're literally <laughs> working out. Right. Yeah. You're you're working out consistently and your clothes are fitting different and whatnot. So it's like, what are you like I'm I can be very hard on myself when it comes to things, especially because I'm like, I'm I'm trying to hit this certain goal. I don't have a date. That's mm-hmm. one thing yeah. I took out of my vocabulary like oh i want to i want to lose such and such by my birthday no i don't have a date this is just a journey because this is for me this is a um a lifestyle a lifestyle the rest of my life journey so um for it's it i feel like this uh fitness and i guess weight loss journey has been easier this time around because i don't put pressure on myself i just Mm. enjoy it and I'm enjoying the process. Sometimes it is hard. Sometimes, you know, you have your moments. But I get over it way quicker than I did before. Because when I first had Haven, I just did not like the body that I saw. Mm-hmm. It was like, but I had to I had to get used to my, because when you get pregnant, listen, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> the body that you had pre-pregnancy is different. And then it happening twice, mm-hmm. like the body that I had after Haven is different than the body that I had after Nova. And like, I remember um, after Haven, cause I didn't really work out and all of that. So my butt, you ever, <laughs> it's, it's weird. If you sit down a lot, your butt kind of forms to how you sit. So maybe I sit too much. That's what you're right. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I sit tooted up. So maybe that does explain some stuff. Like it's, it's weird. And oh, okay. for me, so me and learning, I was about to say, yeah, I guess I'm just, <laughs> So for me, like, cause okay, I, had I guess a, I'm laying down. <laughs> I I had a C-section after Haven, so I was bedridden mm. for a while. You know, I was mainly laying down and all of that, and my butt kind of like had this. It started getting okay. You know how you had that, that old auntie. Mm-mm. You ever had like you ever seen like some I know older exactly women, what you talk about. Some older women had a butt look. Mm-hmm. It was to me, it was looking like that, and I was like, all right. We can't do this. 
So I started like working out and doing squats. I got a personal trainer and all of that, and the butt formed back to the way I wanted it to form. Mm. Then when after Nova, it was like the butt looked different again, but it was a whole different thing. Like my body has changed mm-hmm. right. so much, and I had to get used to this new body, you know, as a woman. And then I'm I'm I'll admit I'm very shapely and in. Even areas. if you didn't admit it, it's still <laughs> yeah. right. in areas like I'm I'm very heavy chested. I had to get used to that. Mm-hmm. Like people be like, oh girl, you such as such, such as listen, when you've been like this your whole life and then when you get pregnant twice, it gets bigger and you just be sitting there like this <laughs> is this is for the birds. Yeah. And my whole family, like my whole family, my aunts, my mom, everything, and I'm just like Oh, Lord. I so, feel like women change so much, though. I feel yeah. like, you know, you're a kid, and then your high school body, and then your college yeah. body, and yes. then your 20s body, and then your 30s body. That's body. true. And then your after kids body. Oh, it's my just God. Like, I've had the same body for 20 years. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. Lord. It's, it's a lot. And I'm just, I am happy in the place that I'm in mentally because I'm just accepting, like, this is my body. Mm-hmm. And that and is what it is. This, is. this is what it is. I'm going to... Cause I, for me, it's more working out for health and yeah, you know, yeah, being stamina, endurance versus I want to. I'm never gonna look like Lori Harvey because we brought her up before. Yeah, yeah. I'm never gonna look like her, and I know that, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we, it's too much comparison to other people, and I'm like, our body composition is so different. Yeah, I do not. I don't want to be that little. I'm mm. fine, yeah. you know. So just accepting who I am, I, you know, I think that's where I'm at. Um, whenever you were talking about like uh, losing this much by this much, I opened my phone because I literally had like a goal and I literally, I still, it's still up there, but I had the realization like, girl, cut it out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to put a date on something. So for me, it's interesting. I don't have a pro, how, how can I explain this? I am not uncomfortable with the way that I look, but I do desire for my body to be shaped differently. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's like, I don't know. It's like a, one day I wake up and be like, girl, you're so fine. And then the next day it's like, girl, yes. you can really work on this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it, it just volleys back and forth, back and forth. So I would like to get in a space where it's just like, you know what? Every day I'm just comfortable in the skin that I am yep. in. Yeah. Um, for me, my whole life I have been like the bigger girl or the curvier girl, whatever the case may be. So I have literally just, you know, I have never had self-esteem issues mm-hmm. uh, and I also know how to like dress for my body type mm-hmm. and now I did gain weight when I went from like working in retail moving and shaking all the time to being behind a desk mm-hmm. I literally have gained like 30 pounds wow. so that's my goal is to lose that, that because that, that, that space that, that I was in I was great mm-hmm. it's since I've put on the 30 where it's mm-hmm. like mentally I have more battles than what I need to have like yeah. I need to be focused on other things I don't need to be concerned with how I look yeah. yeah so that is my motivation for and also I did go like every September I do a physical, you know, mm-hmm. you do their pap smear, you do everything that you need to do. And this was the first year last year where my BMI was like, Ooh, girl, mm-hmm. now you in another, you know what I mean? Now I see. Can we talk about this BMI thing though? Yeah, we can talk about it. Like, like, but keep going. But yeah, that so, right there. Put a pen in it. Put a pen in it. <laughs> so, but for me and to, to let the record reflect, all of my blood work is good on paper. I am healthy. Mm-hmm. Now Amen. I know on people will be like, girl, you know you girl? Okay. But I, but I am healthy. Mm-hmm. So it, the goal is to get my BMI down and then to just be in a space where I can just put on whatever I want to put on. Yeah. But I will say I have 
I have literally just got back from a trip. You were talking about swimsuits. I just went to Jamaica a few weeks ago. And I and felt... can I say your outfits were so bomb? Thank yep. you. Thank oh, you. my gosh. When you say you. you dress for your body type, like, I appreciate a woman who knows her body and that knows art. what looks good on her. Yeah. And I can honestly say, Denise, mm-hmm. you, do, you do a great job. You do an amazing job. Thank yeah. you. It does take time. That's what I was going to say. Sometimes people think, oh, I can't wear this and I can't wear that. Maybe. Maybe I can't. And that's not for me. And that is okay. But yeah. I will figure out what is and I will run that until you know i find another style so that's me yeah i cut you off though you were saying something about jamaica i was just saying um like you know my swimsuits or what have you like i felt so beautiful and you know the whole weekend like i had on a me and my friend would literally change bathing suits maybe twice a day like daddy we gonna give them another one that's we gonna give them another one we're gonna give them another one and i think also sometimes even if you're not feeling you know as confident yeah you just be confident in who you are. Even if you're not confident in how you look, mm-hmm. if you're confident in the person that you are, maybe it'll trickle down eventually. That's what I was going to say. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I say all right because I feel like a lot of times, you know, me being a skinnier girl, people don't think that, like, skinny people go through, like, you know, mentally body thinking about your body you're right because i would never think that you're, right. that's yeah. something that and, you would and i legit with. do because mm-hmm. i really think i have a body of a 12 year old sometimes i know i don't because i see me <laughs> but i'm just saying <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i i mean i see sometimes and i think sometimes it's just kind of how i dress sometimes right. in my head i just think it's just not it's not that body type that uh you know that you know it's just it's not the the curves the you know all of that jazz i mean they ain't gonna who whoever god grace me with he ain't gonna be bored but i'm just saying it ain't you know it's just not all of that in mm-hmm. my opinion but i feel like a lot of times when i express that people would be like oh my god you're so skinny you shouldn't say all of that you know girl i wish i was like i tell my mom this all the time mm-hmm. like i'm always transparent with my mom like mom i wish i was i wish i could gain weight i wish i could i'm almost like i wish i was your your mm-hmm. size and you sitting over here telling me and i'm like i'm i feel like in my head sometimes i'm a stream being mm-hmm. like but you I, have but i was gonna say you are you have top like i do have top legs for no days we like what that's it <laughs> and legs for days oh legs yeah. oh legs yeah but i mean for me it's like i wish it was more it's like my mom tell me she's like you have like the a model type mm-hmm. yeah and I'm like I, I I'm like thank you but like in my mind sometimes you don't want to be the model mm-hmm. sometimes you want to be the IG model <laughs> <laughs> you know oh my god so like there was one time and we were talking you all were talking about working out and just as recently this ain't nothing that happened like two two or three years ago uh-huh. literally two weeks ago <laughs> your girl prior to that I was like really rigorous about working out like mm-hmm. I was doing my squats I was mm-hmm. like he said 100 squats a day and get you there oh okay so now you want to do this I did it but I wasn't going to announce it because then you had to hold me to it and I was, uh-huh. <laughs> we was trying to do a squat challenge for <laughs> right. so long y'all yeah. and I was uh, Lauren was like ah 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 <laughs> and I remember I was like so faithful at it and I remember getting dressed one time and I look you know how you do that side Side. turn where you're looking at yourself in the mirror and I felt so good in my head because I know I had just did my squats you know for the for the weeks and so I go out and my dad was like you so skinny I said Lord I said it don't matter what I do Jesus this is how you made me this is how you made me lord so i say all that to say like you know when we talking about beach bodies people
people, even myself, have like, you know, insecurities mm-hmm. where you and it's not me. I don't think I'm comparing, but it's like sometimes you just want to have them bang because you want to be like bow, bow, boom. Right. Instead of bow and then straight leg. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and we talk about, you know, buying swimsuits and stuff like that. So I was telling them what I, I did to kind of make myself feel good. I start buying swimsuits that I traditionally don't wear. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of times when I go to the beach and, you know, I'm from Florida or whatever. So, you know, you would think I would have a whole plethora of swimsuits, but I don't. And the ones that I did have were one pieces mm-hmm. because I didn't want to, like, draw attention to mm-hmm. myself. I didn't want, like, someone to, like, look at me in, in, in a swimsuit. And not that they would, but in my head, I'm like, they're going to be seeing the stream being in this swimsuit. So I would do any and everything I could if it was buying a flowy dress to wear to a over beach the on, on the, over the swimsuit mm-hmm. or to wear pants or something like something that would distract you from the fact that I had on mm-hmm. a swimsuit. So just recently I bought probably about three different swimsuits and I didn't know I didn't know they were thongs like thong swimsuits mm-hmm. and the one. How was, do you not know that? I didn't because I, like one of them wasn't. Like okay. one of them was like a normal cut for mm-hmm. like, you know, just like your normal cut for the bikini bottom. Mm-hmm. But the other ones was like straight up, up the crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I oh was my just, gosh. <laughs> I was just like shocked about it. And I was like, mom, I don't know if I can. And I was like, you know, just, you know, see. And I was like, mom, I don't know about this. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about this. She said, well, you're going, you're going to the beach anyway. Right. You know? So I, I think I'm saying all that to say. Did I'm, you put it on? I did. Did you like did you, how? Did yeah, you feel? Say, good did you like when how you put it, it on? Right. It it looked good, but I it felt it, I didn't feel comfortable. Okay. It, mm-hmm. I I felt like it looked good, but I just wasn't comfortable okay. yeah. in mm-hmm. doing that. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, in long story short, I haven't worn it or anything mm-hmm. out in in person, but I, my mom has seen it. But I I just you know we talking about beach bodies. I think it's just a daily like kind of you have to manifest you a good girl <laughs> mm. you gonna walk out here with this this bikini bottom this thong bottom you can oh do this goodness. you know so it's like a daily encouragement for me because sometimes it is a struggle with mm-hmm. even me being as thin as i am i i am in my head i be just overthinking stuff mm. so. yeah man i i i feel like i feel two ways i feel like what i gathered from all of that you've got said <laughs> you guys have said is a that is something you have to reinforce on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like as a woman, you're never going to be like 100% about 100% of your body. There's yeah. always going to be something where you're like, hey, I don't think I like this. Mm-hmm. But it's up to you to constantly reinforce that you are beautiful mm-hmm. and that you do look good. And then I guess the second thing that I'm getting out of it is when you feel like you're uncomfortable in whatever it is that you're wearing, it's okay to shift what it is that you're wearing yeah Yeah, that sometimes it just requires kind of taking a different perspective Mm -hmm. and i think for me that's my issue like i'm used to being able to wear certain things and now it's like "Uh uh-uh you can't wear that anymore and it's Mm -hmm. just like but wait a minute i have a closet full of all of bodycon dresses i can't wear bodycon dresses like i used to but i think i'm getting used to that like what i'm buying has to be different so that i'm comfortable right Mm -hmm. Not to make somebody else comfortable, but so that I'm comfortable. I think that's really where it starts. So it starts with, like you said, your personal comfortability with anything that you're wearing. It could be jeans and a T-shirt. Yes. As long as you're personally comfortable, it doesn't matter what anybody says. Like, I always talk about this person on the podcast 
all the time but my shout out to my friend grace Mm -hmm. i love the fact that my friend grace will put on a crop top she don't care what the occasion is church it don't matter (laughs) crop top going on you know um and i can appreciate that because in that moment it showed me how my friend feels about herself Mm -hmm. regardless of what i think or anybody else Mm -hmm. thinks she she loves herself to know like this is what i'm going to wear but to your point i think there are some times you do need to kind of just you know, monitor it, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes you can be extremely comfortable. But if it like the word of God says, sometimes like if it's like a distraction or, you know, if if I, that's not how they phrase it, but something like if you, if what you're doing will make, you know, your your fellow individual fall or felt your fellow individual fall into temptation. Like you can try and restrain that to just, you know, kind of mm-hmm. she basically saying don't be naked. I mean, yeah. I get that. But if I see a fine man in a suit, it's. Drip that's drip. a suit though you know what I'm saying so it's it's that's a distraction right oh my goodness that's how I was gonna say. I do though I do and I, I like complete transparency I went out I went out two weeks ago I went to a club I'm gonna say it I went to a club but I was celebrating a friend what? I was, it was a bachelorette it was party. a bachelorette party I was celebrating a friend's bachelorette oh, party right. so I wasn't just there to just be there I was there to celebrate a friend and in that instance, I told my mom, I felt like at one part in the evening, I was just kind of like sitting in a corner and was able to just see so much happening. Mm-hmm. Like I saw girls like half naked. I saw like, you know. And so for me, to your point, you're just like, well, it doesn't matter what they're. I think sometimes it do. It does. Because I'm like some of the girls that I saw the way that they were dressed, it was like, hmm, I, I see what kind of guy you, you are attempting to attract just in like how you're dressed like you barely got on anything you know what i'm, I'm gonna say a, a situation happened in jamaica where my friend was like really felt like this woman was either about to be taken advantage of i think you told us about that i did and she you know was like oh you know you know because you're like oh, let me look out for you right and the girl her friend was like maybe that's what she on you know and i do feel mm-hmm. like our generation is just like i just want to be this liberated i don't agree but yeah. this i want to do what i want look how i want feel how i want and and maybe that's the type of guy she wanted to attract but the crazy thing is though i could care less and i maybe i'm wrong but i can care less if that's how they feel the thing is as long as i'm there right. in that setting there's a responsibility that i hold myself to mm-hmm. that if i see something and it don't look right you gonna have to tell me it's all right. Of course, because like, that's what happened in that situation. Right. The girl said, "That's what we I'm like, saying." Okay. Once she said that, then mm-hmm. they gave me clarity on mm-hmm. it. But until that moment happens, if I see something and it's not like, sis, that don't look right. Like I'm gonna be honest, I was at, I was getting me a cup of water, um, from that evening, and it was a girl. She was at, she was at uh, the bar. And to me, I was telling my mom about it. I was like, I felt like she was high. Like I felt like she was like high but also like intoxicated Mm -hmm. and just kind of how she was moving she was very like and I could still see her till this day she was very like sluggish in her movement and so then I started I then took a step back to see like what she had on she had on like booty shorts with like where your butt's kind of hanging out Mm -hmm. at the bottom Mm -hmm. and there was a part in the evening where I saw her off to a distance and she was just standing there and I'm watching it because I was like, I don't want nothing to happen. I don't know this girl, but I'm like, I'm you watching. Still don't want nothing to happen I don't to want her. nothing to happen to her. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I see this guy walks up on her and he starts he starts dancing with her and she's dancing back with him. But I was just like, OK, as long as it looks innocent, we cool. But if you touch her and she don't it don't look right. I'm 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 touching somebody to say, hey, you need to get him because mm-hmm. that was she there with anybody or I didn't see her. With, I'm mm. sure she was. 
But the way she was just, it just seemed like she was just kind of like out of body. Mm, like, yeah. you know, you know, if somebody high and it just looked like they're not. Yeah. So I say all that to say, like, even even though you you have a choice to say what you want to do, of course. Um, but you're going to have to just communicate that with me. And I'm not trying to take everybody's responsibility, but I just don't want that guilty conscience of I saw something yeah. and I didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you and your friend doing that and i also appreciate the girl being honest and say that that's that's what she owns so it was like okay <laughs> that's what you own and that's what you want okay. all right well we're gonna take a break and when we come back i kind of want to talk to the listeners about the ways that you talk to yourself like self-talk to help you be more body positive so like tools that they can use so we'll be right back after this This podcast is brought to you by at Churchy People on Instagram. If you need some inspiration, a little bit of laughter, and something that's going to feed your soul, check out at Churchy People on Instagram right now. All right, ladies. So we're going to uh, kind of go, oops, excuse me, go in another direction. Or uh, we're going to talk about, you know, tools for body positivity. And um, before the break, uh, uh, Denisa, I got brain farts today. I'm calling everybody, everybody else's name. But Denisa was talking about, she mentioned BMI when she went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation with somebody recently about how the BMI is basically BS. Um, what? Well, what is BMI? So body mass index. But It's body mass index. And the BMI is like so out of date. Because the BMI was created, and I, I purposely looked it up so I can give you all the facts. Um, the BMI was created in the early 19th century by a Belgium named, uh, I think he's a doctor or scientist. Math, he was a mathematician, but not a physician. His name is Lambert Adolphe Jacques Quetlet. So you're saying it ain't American? No, it's not. Um, he produced a formula to give a quick and easy way to measure the degree of obesity of the general population to assist the government in allocating resources. In other words, it's a 200 year old hack. And this is a NPR article. Um, and they said it's scientifically nonsensical. Um, it ignores waist size, which is a clear level of um, indicator of obesity um just different things it's psychologically wrong uh all those different things so anyway um and then i personally feel like i don't want to make this a black and white issue but however i feel like the bmi kind of steers to european european body standards mm -hmm. versus um um, uh african or african-american body standards because for me like I think my BMI is supposed to be like in the 115s to 130s or something like that. And I am 36 years old. I do not want to be that small ever, ever again in life. You said it's supposed to be what? Like, let me look at it again. Because mine was a percentage. It was like a percentage of your body fat. Yeah. And so like. But they, like, give you, like, weight suggestions as well. They do give you weight suggestions based on your age, your height, yeah. and your weight. Let's look, okay. I don't think I've ever really had a problem with BMI, which is interesting because... I had a problem with my BMI because it was different. It went up. 
compared no, to gotcha. the years, which is what I was saying. My red flag is like, ooh, okay, yeah. it is going up. And I mean, I guess that it's different if you're looking at it in terms of maybe not so much the specific number or weight, mm-hmm. whatever, but more so like year over year, the width or right. the, the amount is changing. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So I just used the BMI calculator on the CDC.gov and it says for my height, a healthy weight range would be from 104 to 141 pounds. Yeah, no. <laughs> Based off of being 5'3". That doesn't make sense to me. That's interesting. 104 is, that's mm-hmm. kind of small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so it's small. like, it's such a weird, it's weird. And then it's weird because people, uh, and when they're talking about psychology, people will take those numbers and they... It's literally their goal to be between those numbers and that's mainly, a big gap though. Mainly, but mainly going towards the smaller end or the, the the lower end of the numbers. So I feel like something that was developed in the 19th century should not be. It's 2022. Like, what are we doing? To your point, when I got my paperwork done, it did. I am technically in the obese category. However, my blood work everything mm-hmm. shows that there's absolutely nothing wrong with exactly. me. So, to your point, it is like oxymoron. It contradicts itself. So how am I considered obese? And oh my God, this is unhealthy. And da, 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 yeah. But everything else is just like, when you run, this is the blood of Jesus running through my veins anyway. But yeah. you know what I mean? Like when you do the work, it shows yeah. that there is nothing there. So yeah. for me, one of the tools I would say is don't follow these uh, so-called scientific standards of what size you're supposed to be because listen it 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 is going to have you in such bondage of what to eat what to drink what to you know how your body is supposed to be and it's like if you're if you're so focused on those numbers because the thing is you can be healthy like okay like let's say me my height my age and all of that i could be healthy i'll throw a number like 165 I could be healthy at 165, working out every day, um, but it could be muscle mass of 165. So are you saying that I'm obese? Mm-hmm. Like you're not even, they're not even ranging it off of, they're ranging off of a number mm-hmm. versus, oh, is that body fat mm-hmm. or is that muscle mass? Because muscle weighs more than fat. So it's like, True. yeah, it, 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 it's so confusing. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I don't. I don't pay attention to the dang on BMI. <laughs> and the thing is, you don't have to, and you should. It's just that, as, especially as someone who is considered like my category is considered like Nisa said, overweight. Yeah. When you go to the doctor, that's what they base it to off push of. Your pee, push you some pills. Yeah, oh, some, yeah, that's what they'll base it yeah. off of. Well, you should do this. You and I remember. Okay, it was a specific time. Um, I remember when I found out I was pregnant with Nova, I went to the OB and it was actually a um, it was a midwife assistant who started my my appointment, like paperwork my stuff. paperwork and appointment. And she was looking at my numbers and she was like, oh, well, you haven't lost a whole lot of weight in between pregnancies. And I was like, no, I know I didn't because it, my weight kind of fluctuated, went up and down and whatnot. And then uh, right before I. I think right before I got pregnant, I had lost some weight, but then it shot back up. Like my body went to this, like, it was, I don't know if it was a shock being pregnant, but it just, I kind of, I felt swollen too. Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah, you know, we're going to check your thyroid because you know, this just doesn't look healthy and da, 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 da. All my labs came back normal, all of that. And I'm sitting there looking at her 
And I hate to say it, but she was obese as, you know, as well. I'm going to say, you you saying I'm obese, you're mm-hmm. obese. And the way she was like trying to tell me what I should do and this doesn't seem right and all of that. And me and Sylvester sitting there looking at her like, how are you going to tell me that I'm fat? When you fat. When you fat. Oh, my God. And that's happened like, I think it was like another time I went and got a physical and I'm looking at the doctor like... And I wasn't pregnant at this time. Same thing happened to Sylvester because we had the same doctor at that time. And both of us, you know, she's telling him he's obese. And he's like, okay, are y'all just shooting statistics at us? Or are you actually looking at my blood work, looking at, you didn't ask me none about my diet and exercise, none of that. It was just like, oh, this is your weight. Oh, let's plug it in this calculator. Oh, you're fat. You know, Mm -hmm. so. Well, that's, that's unfortunate that, you know, they did it did that to you Mm -hmm. i love it when um and i haven't personally gone through this but i've heard people say this as far as like physicians um when they're going to their physician and pretty much it's not that their physician tells them they need to lose weight because they're fat i think that automatically discourages someone but i think i think it helps when the physician explains like oh your nutritional diet could Mm -hmm. consist of this or your yeah you know like they just begin to give you a new perspective of life like I I even heard of like um and like my mom's physician um she'll mention like different rest because everybody know my mom like to eat out so they're like oh have you been to this restaurant it's so mm-hmm. so so it's such a subtle way of like introducing you know mm-hmm. um better options di- yes yeah. better options or just a different way or a different different a new lifestyle for mm-hmm. you yeah and i think that helps a lot yeah. of times so for me my physician what i did in you know and that this was my first time actually going to this physician i'm at a new doctor but um i and you know how they give you the family history they talked about this also about genetics and how things run in your, in your family and your bloodline and for me it's like diabetes obviously well not obviously but it does run on both sides of my family mm-hmm. so that's mentally where it's like okay you know what let's kind of get this under control yes you're good you know yes your blood work is good but you could stand to you know lose some mm-hmm. weight that's just it is what it is yeah so i think taking into consideration not like societal norms and pressures but like what his historically you know in your family in your bloodline what should you you know operate in and look like whether that's how you eat how you work out because everybody can't take the same you know yeah. thing so just putting in the time to get to know your body and your bloodline and what's yeah. best for it i think that's a good tool right there for yeah. sure what were you about to say lauren i was gonna say to flip it um just from someone too that was what they consider to be a skinny girl mm-hmm. there's a lot of times and I'm not anorexic or anything, but it's a lot of times I'm so consumed with work or I'm consumed with what I'm doing. I literally do forget to eat. And I, mm-hmm. it's pretty common. It's pretty like, Lauren, did you eat today? <laughs> it's it's pretty common because I just get so, I am mm-hmm. just that person where I'm so, when I'm consumed into doing something, I want to yeah. get it done. I'm, I'm the trying, same. Yeah. And, I want to knock it out. Yeah. And yeah. you know what's crazy? What I learned, and I especially learned this with my body, because one thing I've done, especially on this new journey is, learn about my body for real yeah what works what doesn't Mm -hmm. work if i don't like let's say with you if you don't eat it's like i'm skinny i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna stay skinny if i don't eat it's like my body holds on to the fat that is like oh oh you're not eating we need to hold hold on in case we're being starved exactly i'm gonna hold on to everything so for me I have to, I understand forgetting to eat because you can get consumed into the day and all of that. I completely understand. So I have on purpose, I was talking to a friend, I think Thursday about this. 
And I was like, yeah, I forget to eat sometimes. And she was like, how? I just love food so much. I would never forget to eat. <laughs> and I was like, I get it. But she's like, a, she cooks for her family all the time. She loves to food cook. Food is tied to something else. Yeah. Like, yeah. like an emotional That's connection. Yeah. That's like she, she, she's like, I call her uh, my black Martha Stewart. Like that's the type of person she is. You can go to her house and she has everything stocked and she can put together a meal for you like in 20 minutes. That's the type of person she is. Mm. But me, I'm like, I have to on purpose, like when I go to the grocery store, I have to on purpose plan out meals to make sure that I'm eating at, bre- at least breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And then two snacks, because even now, like because I've learned my body, I'm like, okay, I have to make sure and get enough protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to make sure and, you know, do this, do this, do this. So it's. It's it's an interesting journey. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. One thing I'm going to add really quick is because when you said it, it reminded me of like my body type is is the same thing for you. We're endomorphs, mm-hmm. meaning where you're if you don't eat, your body will, you know, like mm-hmm. suck onto what's in there. Mm-hmm. You can do everything you can to not lose weight. It just is just weird. You yeah. got to confuse your metabolism for our body types. Yes. Um, but when I say do the research, yeah, don't just think, oh, I'm slim, I'm apple, not your shape, your what your body needs. And I think I like to compare it to whenever you cut your hair off or whenever you go natural right mm-hmm. we love buying up all these products like oh what's gonna work i can what this don't mm-hmm. work oh this make me flaky this dries my hair out the same thing is with food mm-hmm. and that didn't start for me until this year just realizing that i need to put in different things inside my body my body will go crazy for yeast mm-hmm. which will blow me up and flake up my scalp mm-hmm. how did i even i didn't even know that yep you know what i mean so yep. it's just really just taking the time to figure out what's best for your body yep. i feel yeah. like i said it three times yeah. but that's what you need to do that's opinion. that's definitely that I would say as a tool, be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Especially if you have a body that's changing. I know Ayana shared about post-pregnancy body. For me, it's my body is changing, of course, because I have polycystic kidney disease. And I think for me, I'm realizing like, be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Your body is changing and that's okay. You can change what you're wearing. To y'all's point about diet, like one of the great things is um, being a part of a transplant center, I have a dietitian. So it's like what I'm supposed to eat is very specific, but I've also noticed drastic changes mm-hmm. in my emotions mm-hmm. in everything mm-hmm. just from Especially what I Especially emotions, man. Yeah. yeah like Oof. I literally think about like I have protein maybe like once a week at this point. And mm-hmm. at first we completely pulled it from my diet, mm-hmm. but I was so sluggish and tired mm-hmm. that when I was like, we, we need to put protein back in your diet for at least one day a week. And noticing like even things down to like before my period, not having cramps mm-hmm. at all, yeah. Yep. Yeah. not being angry and having emotional outbursts and all of that stuff, just like hormonal stuff mm-hmm. that is like, oh, my God, just from changing my diet yeah. mm-hmm. and it's, having shorter cycles. That is yep. what happened with me. I have a shorter cycle. Since yeah, I my diet. completely different. So, I mean, I, I definitely agree with all of that. One of the things that I will share, I literally I'm in a group of people who kind of have the same disease and well, I don't claim that I have the disease. I'm I'm in a process of healing. So there's that. Yeah. But there was a young lady who was literally sharing a testimony. She's 33. Her kidneys grew so large that they started breaking her ribs from the inside. Jesus. When my dad got transplanted, his kidneys together were the size of a football. And it put things in perspective for me because I was like, here I am complaining about just a little bit, just a little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. this is the body that I had. And it's like, there are people who are 
facing extremely different circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I'm realizing, be gentle with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As a woman, there's so many things that we'll go through that will change us from the inside out. And that's okay. Be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say the opposite. Talk to yourself through your teeth. Girl, get your (laughs) shit. Oh my gosh. Or you can do that. Sometimes. That's what I do. I got to talk to myself through my teeth. Sometimes. Shut up. (laughs) Get yourself some fruit and sit down. Put on that bikini with the thong. <laughs> that thong, the thong, right. You'll oh, be okay. My gosh. Well. All is well. Get up. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> we want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope that there was something that was said that helped you love your body just yes. a little bit more. And if it didn't, our prayer for you is that through your relationship with God, he will truly show you how beautiful you are. And speak what you want to see. That's true. Yeah. 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 I know I, I know we're about to close, but I know one thing for me, especially um, growing up, I had a lot of confidence issues, not not really body wise. It was more looks wise. We talked about this before with skin complexion and all of that. And one of the things that I did especially was speak what I wanted to see when it came to how I saw myself, the boldness, the confidence, all of that. So if you're not satisfied with how you look. Speak what you want to see. Speak that you like, because the thing is, we can look at ourselves one way. And I look at all three of y'all and y'all are beautiful women, but I don't know what you're thinking at home when you look in the mirror, you know? So what you do is, okay, I want to have that confidence. I want to have that boldness. I want to, I want to see myself as beautiful. So, um, with everything I'm like, speak, speak what you want to see, say, like confess the word of God over your life so that you can get out of that funk, especially when it comes to body image and body positivity, because it. I feel like that's one of the things, especially as women, that honestly hold us back from a lot of things. Yeah. You know, because we, we're not confident in our bodies, so then it stops us from, like, a lot of women want to be, do public speaking, or they're calling to ministry in different ways, but it's like, nah, I don't want to get in front of people because I think that they're thinking something about me when actually yeah. we not. Mm-hmm. We like, girl, when you, when, what's, what, what you doing, right. you know? So, yeah. Speak Amen. what you want to see. Well, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Save Girl Secrets on Instagram and Facebook at Save Girl Secret No S on Twitter. If you want to send us a secret letter, send it to SaveGirlSecrets at gmail.com. Until next time, we love you. Good God bless you. Love and peace. Bye. Bye.